everybody. Um, welcome to the sixth episode of Spiritual Spiral. I am so excited about our guest this week. Her name is Mary Chernofsky, and she is a crystal healer. She's a certified international speaker and author, and I mean, just a million things. She's kind of an expert on everything um, spiritual, and I met her through our good friend Alexander, and I'm so excited she's here to tell us about her extremely fascinating career. We're gonna talk about dating in quarantine, which is gonna be a lot of fun. I have some fun stories to share with you guys too. Uh, but before we get there, I'm Sam Davidson. This is my good friend and co-host, Sari Cohen. Hi, everybody. Well, first of all, this is called Spiritual Spiral. And spiral means, the reason I named it this was because sometimes I feel like I'm spiraling out of control. Um, and this week was a difficult week because California found out that we're basically gonna be extended at the stay at home order until the end of July. Um, and I took it, I felt like it was an allergic reaction almost. I didn't take it that well. Um, Sari, how did you take the news and spiritually did it affect you at all? Um, I knew it was coming. I mean, I, I'm watching the numbers and I'm paying attention to the science and I'm looking at the way things are going and I think we're in this for the long haul, you know? I think this is where we're at and we all have to come to terms with our situation. I keep saying that we're all in the same ocean but in different boats. Um, so, you know, this is, for the, this is for the betterment of everybody else right now. I know we are all wanting to get out there and we're all wanting our lives back but we have to adapt and we have to know that we're, we're <laughs> the reason that we're doing this is, is for the, the communal good. Mary, I want to know what it's like for you because you're over in Germany. What is going on over there? Well, actually the German government decided to ease the restrictions and they are opening the borders supposedly on the 16th of June. And the reason why I am in the know and really closely following this because I'm a Sagittarius. And one of the most important things for me is to travel. Therefore, I'm very looking forward to this moment when they're opening the borders. But um, the situation, I would not use the word that everyone is using because we might be blocked from YouTube, you never know, or closely looked at. Um, uh, the situation actually uh, changed this reality for good, as you rightfully stated, Sari. Um, and we will see the results of what is happening right now, let's say latest by the August of this year already. Because for example, here in Frankfurt, Germany, one of the largest cities and the financial capital of Europe, so to say, um, you have very international crowd. You have a big mix of people and um, very open-minded, uh, lots of bankers, and now everyone is wearing a mask and everyone is trying to adhere to rules without really knowing why because it was not really explained. And um, the social distancing that is happening right now, if it will continue for a longer period of time, taking into consideration the way our brain works is going to, you know, cause a certain reaction that will become a habit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it will change the face of humanity, whether we want it or not. So I totally agree with you on that. 
And so I'm just so fascinated by what you do. You know, you travel all around the world and talk to people about crystals. Um, You know, the technical term is a lithotherapy or is it lithotherapy, lithotherapy. Um, And then theta healer, you're also a certified trained theta healer. Like what do all of those things mean? Well, um, lithotherapy is actually nothing uh, but crystal healing, to put it that way. Uh, Litho in Greek language means stone, crystal, and therapy is a healing. And as we all know by now, um, this practice has been around for thousands of years. If we look back into you know, uh, the way uh, medical conditions were treated uh, in ancient Egypt, lithotherapy was there. Um, In Greece, we're talking about the uh, medieval times, the plague times in Italy and all over Europe, and people like Paracelsus were treating people uh, through minerals and by using minerals. And uh, we actually see a major trend right now in the world, not only when we scroll through our Instagram feed, you know, and see all of these shiny crystals, but we actually see that the larger population is awakening and showing interest in something what we call crystals right now. And there is a reason for that, a good one. I want to hear about this reason. I'm seeing that too, where I'm hearing a lot of people um, saying stuff like, "We're gonna, they're going to charge their crystals," or they're what? What is happening with that? Why the resurgence with yeah, this? Right. <laughs> and uh, ladies, not that everyone is going to wonder why you're all so pretty and sober, and Mary's drinking Italian wine. Well, because. Um, um, my hosts are right now in Los Angeles, California, and I'm currently in Frankfurt, Germany, where it's Friday evening, everyone. So, yes. <laughs> cheers. 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 If I could be with you right now, drinking wine in, in, the, mm-hmm. in your company in person, I would be very, very happy. <laughs> definitely. Definitely will happen one day because... You know, the topic of today, and I hope we're going to do a series because uh, crystals, something that you can talk about forever, and it basically covers every area of human existence. Uh, But today's topic is dating and actually what's happening out there. So once you learn something and everyone who will be watching this video, once you guys learn something, you've got to practice, you know, you've got to go out there and practice. (laughs) (laughs) And so just to kind of, you know, go back to a little bit about these um, companies and the CEOs that you work with um, and the book that you wrote about helping people heal and, you know, find them, their, themselves, their purpose. Like, what is that like traveling and going to all these places and doing these lectures? Um, and do you think doing it in Europe more, people take you more seriously than they would in the States? Because it seems like it's a newer-ish thing here that people are still starting to accept. Well, thank you. That is that's actually very interesting. I thought that LA is the capital of crystal healing. Um, but now I realize that a lot of people had, let's say, social stigma, kind of, mm-hmm. um, that can be traced back to, I don't know, 1300s. Um, however, um, 
at some point, it was about a year ago, I was at this American Chamber of Commerce event here in Frankfurt and spoke to some of the US lawyers because I am a certified paralegal in the state of Maryland myself. It was very interesting to speak with them. And um, they were like, wow, you know, beautiful piece of jewelry. And then we started talking about crystals. And then I realized that um, a lot of people have this initial feeling they're drawn to crystals, they're drawn to minerals, but they don't know how to explain this they don't know why and they look around no one is actually talking about this and they're like okay forget about it i'm not going to concentrate on that but uh, the interest is there um, what i do in my lectures i just give people the tools that they can use regardless of who you are you don't have to sit there, I don't know, with some um, clear chords and meditate for two hours. You don't have to do that. And you don't have the luxury to do that nowadays. Now we have 2020 as this video is being filmed, you know, um, and uh, we live in a society that is so fast paced. You have to just go, you have to be very proactive. You have to be efficient. You have to be able to connect with people. And actually, that's what crystals are here for. That's, that's what they're here for. And if someone um, tells me that crystals, um, you know, something esoterical, I say, no way. It's just physics and chemistry. Mm -hmm. And more and more people realize that it's indeed just physics and chemistry, vibration and frequency. You know, we can all recall what Nikola Tesla said back in the days. And uh, now this entire metaphysical world is really mixing and mingling with science. And scientists do confirm a lot of things that were well known in metaphysical world back in the days. Kind of fascinating. Absolutely. I agree with you completely. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm very, I, yeah, <laughs> I am very deep into uh, physics and quantum mechanics and vibrations and energy and connection. I do want to talk to you a little bit about that. We, we did touch on dating a little bit. So I really want to know, what are you suggesting as far as crystals and energy when it comes to connection and dating in the time of quarantine? Mm. So let's talk about different situations, first of all. Um, now, um, <laughs> I am personally not dating. I'm too busy like writing books and still working with my clients. So it's very hard to catch me somewhere um, unless it's some grocery store in the neighborhood where I live, you know. <laughs> and a lot of, for a lot of people, options when it comes to dating have become so limited that they don't really know where to start and what to do and whether they should start to begin with. At the same time, what, what's been on German um, news channels a lot is that um, the divorce rate goes up like crazy and there's a lot of domestic violence and a lot of people are just disgusted by their partners because they've never spent so much time with their partners before. Mm -hmm. And they're like, who are you? Well, I didn't know that you were into this either. So um, about two years ago, I had a lot of um, friends, guys who would be crying 
in front of me and completely heartbroken telling me how they've lived with that special someone for 15 years and now they're apart and they they've broken up and they don't understand why and now these are the guys who are actually very happy that they don't have to put up with that partner anymore because that wouldn't have been beneficial so some people already knew about the virus right and um subconsciously prepared themselves for for these new times <laughs> what what is it for you guys how's 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 the dating scene in california i'm very curious well i think i'm one of the only people that has been trying to date virtually during this time out of pure boredom um and i had this kind of fantasy that i would like my life would be a rom-com romantic comedy and i would meet a guy online and we couldn't see each other and we'd facetime and and we'd fall in love like virtually and then finally months later we'd meet and it would either be great or it would not be great but um yeah i had that fantasy and i'm like let's go into this quarantine with that intention of doing that uh so I did a few uh, virtual speed dating events where I meet these mm -hmm. like, strangers like this, like how we're talking right now. Um, and then if you like each other, you match. And um, I went on a social distancing date last weekend, which was a mess. Um, <laughs> yeah, I it was story. <laughs> kind of a mess. Um, I'll share the story just because it's funny. Uh, we were wearing masks and he got oh, up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We were wearing masks and we tried to take a walk by the beach and then of course the police get on a huge megaphone. They're like, the beach is now closed again. Like this is, you gotta get off the beach and the beach had just reopened. Um, so we're walking around with masks on. He also got me an iced tea and I was trying to drink it underneath my mask with the straw um, and I spilled on myself. Um, and he's like, oh, I'll get you a napkin. And I said to him, I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Sorry. And he goes, it's fine. This is the most normal thing that's happened all day. And I was like, touche. Okay. So hmm. we sat and we talked for a little bit. Um, and they're just, I don't know. I really didn't see that there was much of a spark. Um, I thought he was a little odd and not is into asking me questions about myself and talking about him but i tried hmm. to put myself out there um and now i'm kind of like Ugh, that was so much effort for now i'm just back to square one so that's what life has been like dating for me um you know men want to break the rules a lot of men want to break the rules i noticed that at the beginning um i would be mm -hmm. on dating apps and they would ask you know oh let's hang out and i would get so angry like excuse me no we're not hanging out first of all i don't know you second of all we're not supposed to like we're supposed to be quarantined so yeah that's what it's been pretty frustrating uh thus far it wasn't my fantasy that i had planned for myself that's for sure <laughs> Hmm. Mm. Sari, I know you've probably not been doing anything dating. I remember when. Sorry, just just a little. You know, your your beautiful shirt inspired um, me right now. I want to share the story of how really human reasoning is standing in the way of human nature. It's just crazy. When the whole thing started, it was March. 
and people were still not wearing masks, but they were acting completely crazy. You know, the stores, the grocery stores were empty. Everyone was panicking, running around, looking at each other like there is this end of the world happening. And um, I was walking one evening in my beautiful neighborhood. Um, everyone is panicking around. And I see this cat, a beautiful black cat. And I'm like, oh, come, come here, kitty. You know, I just wanted to pet it. And it looked at me like, Mary, I am on a mission right now. Get away, girl. I am on a mission. I need to do that thing, you know, like the cats from, I don't know, from Tinder. So all of the other animals are were actually enjoying their life and they were not uh, I'm not supposed to curse, but they were not, let's say, um, caring about what is happening out there. And we actually started having um, hawks in our neighborhood, like flying around, you know, and, and flirting and getting all excited. So I'm thinking, well, it's actually very sad. It's such beautiful, beautiful spring and people are wasting their time and stepping away from being intimate with themselves and others, which is very, very sad. But how is it for you, Sari? I, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that we're talking about this because I would actually love your advice on this. So as we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, I am perpetually single. I've, I've been a happy single person. You, you were saying this before, I work a lot. My work has been my passion, my love, my life. It, it, I'm very fulfilled in my life. I have my, I'm very close with my parents and my brothers and sister-in-laws and nieces, and I have a magnificent group of friends. And I've always felt that my life, not always, but you know, in, in recent years, um, I have felt that my life is very full and I don't need to fill it with something that's meaningless. It would take away from something bigger and greater and grander. So I just, I, I just haven't felt that I was missing that um, until this past year where I started making connections with people right before this happened that I realized maybe this is an area of my life that I would like to work on and that maybe it can actually add something to my life instead of take away. And then this happened. <laughs> and, and weirdly enough though, this is so strange. I'm kind of having the opposite reaction where I'm finding, yes, I'm still working and it's a different environment. I'm working from home, I'm doing Zoom interviews, but I'm wanting more balance and I'm finding that there were areas in my life that were depleted before that I needed to take care of me and that maybe I needed to nourish this side of me. And I'm not one, I've never been on a dating app. I've never done any of those. I love connection, meeting people in person, vibing with them and going that way. But to be totally honest with you ladies, I'm considering the dating app world now thinking this is the perfect time to build a connection and meet later on. I don't have to meet now. I wouldn't be interested in seeing somebody now, but building something greater. I, what do you think, Mary? Well, I think the best dating app uh, you already have, just wear this t-shirt every time you go out. This is your this is your Tinder right now. You don't need any Tinder. And the second dating app that I would suggest is Rose Quartz. 
<laughs> Rose quartz, everyone. Yay. <laughs> it's like a little cult. Yeah, now Siri's gonna pull out hers. I've always been with this girl, so. <laughs> <laughs> So actually what Rose Quartz does, a lot of people, um, if you go on internet and read about Rose Quartz, um, it gives you this false idea of Rose Quartz being a crystal for unconditional love and attracting love. No, it has nothing to do with unconditional love. It's pure sex energy. So what it does, it stimulates um, hormone production in our body. So we would produce more estrogen and pheromones that are responsible for attracting that someone, a male partner. They can smell it. Um, the only downside of rose quartz, and not everyone knows that, uh, due to the fact that I've been doing this for the past, uh, you know, 10 years, um, and I had a lot, a lot of study groups. So if you wear rose quartz um, as, as a bracelet, as whatever, for longer than, than two weeks, you start noticing all of a sudden that you're very moody. You're like, mm, I want ice cream. No, I actually want a steak. Actually, no, I want to walk this guy. This you makes know, so much I sense. I'm taking this off. <laughs> <laughs> there that I wear. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like drugs, you know. This is serious medicine, and there's a serious science behind it. That's that's one of the reasons why ninety percent of all all of the information that is out there uh, on the internet when it comes to crystals is completely bullshit. And that's one of the reasons why people lose um, interest and why people say that it does not work. Well, duh, it's not going to work if you don't know how to use it. I mean, you would not take medicine, you know, for a headache if you have a flu, right? So um, rose quartz is really cool if you want to make an impression of this really girly is kind of like, you know, kind of girl. And it attracts a lot of men, so why not use it? It's now. I was just gonna say it's so. So I'm. I need to stop telling the world how weird I am. I do a lot of weird things um, that I don't always share. I feel like I have this online life. Um, like I'm in some like Facebook groups, like with single women, you know, talking about like their horror stories, their screenshots of their dating stuff, you know, asking for advice. This in I'm in a bunch of these different Facebook groups, but this one is for single women. And there are always these threads going on that it's just like, I just got my rose quartz bracelet. Yeah, I'm going to get a husband. And all these women are like, where do I get mine? And they're like, Buy. I'm like, you guys, come on. <laughs> well, you are definitely not going to get a husband with rose quartz. The best case scenario, you're going to get a nice dick. But that's <laughs> about it. Uh, because um, the type of man uh, that is attracted to a rose quartz are actually men who are looking for a one-night stand. I'll be honest with you. Believe me, it's, it's backed up by studies, you know. This is science right now, and it's very serious. Now, I remember one client, um, she was already in her 40s from this really special city here in Germany, like the city of millionaires. Very well educated, beautiful lady. Um, her husband left her with two kids, just all of a sudden, you know, out of the blue. 
And she was depressed for about three years. She was not dating. She was not seeing anyone. She was just in this constant perpetual state of depression. And one of the tools that um, I was able to pull her out of the state with was rose quartz. Did she start to fuck around? Yes, but that was needed. That was needed exactly for that specific moment in her life to get out of the state. And uh, how beautiful is that? She just put on that rose quartz bracelet and there are certain rules to rose quartz. It has to have certain intensity of color, has to come from a particular place, um, depending on when, uh, where you're born. I teach that um, um, in my lectures. I like talk a lot about this in physics and um, things like that. So um, she put on that uh, bracelet and she was stopped by a group of um, Italian men um, here in downtown Frankfurt. Um, and she started dating one of them who was a former Italian Vogue model and now a banker in Frankfurt. So they, they had great time, you know, and that's how her story started. And now she's having a new husband. So, um, but then there were some other crystals involved in order to get the drama and drama out of her life. So that is, uh, you know, rose quartz is really good if you kind of want to spike up um, some things. However, I've noticed, I'm not sure if you ladies, if you've noticed that uh, rose quartz is not really working right now because men have changed. What have you noticed as far as change in men after this whole lockdown situation? I feel like a lot of them are wanting the company of females. <laughs> I feel like it's, um, I'm, I mean, I, I can only gauge off of the stuff that I'm seeing online because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm so isolated, but I'm definitely seeing a little bit more of the playful side of men um, come out where they're very flirtatious and um yeah, I, I, it's interesting because I, I, to me, I want that deeper connection. You know, I, I want to go straight to how do you weed out the guys that are just like Sam was saying, the guys that don't really care and might want like a quarantine partner for the night, <laughs> you know, and the, the guys like, because I, I feel like now's the time that people really want to connect. Absolutely. You're so right. You're so right. I have a feeling I am in this constant um, Jack Kerouac kind of, uh, kind of plot here in Frankfurt. You're just walking out and you see all these men looking at you. You know, there's this piece of poetry from 1960s by Jack Kerouac. Um, it's about San Francisco. And he describes like his main character, he describes his main character saying, there's a phrase starved for sex and companionship. And it seems like every man right now is from that Kerouac piece of poetry, they're starved for sex and companionship. And at the same time, their perception of femininity and female beauty have changed. We'll see what will happen later, but right now, if let's say Sam and I would be like, I just, you know, let's, let's get to it. No, they're not gonna give it to you. They would be testing you. They would be asking weird questions. 
they would want you to be a challenge. They're totally not up to just hooking up. That's that's the way I perceive it. I don't know, Sam, what do you think? How, what, what's the situation in LA? I don't know. I mean, the only real interaction that I have had is this virtual speed dating, which, I mean, I have not had a lot of success. Um, and I think the first time I did it, I felt like I was better than it and everybody there. And um, I think that people could pick up on that. And so the next time I did it, I was like, okay, smile more, be nicer, even if you don't you know, feel this connection with them. Um, but it's fascinating to me because the speed dating thing is kind of a joke. You know, you've seen it in movies and TV shows that people used to do. And so I'm on this list because I went to one in person one time and the men weren't really like the type of men I would be interested in. But now because it's virtual and these men are bored, like they usually have to drag men off the street and find them and beg them to do this with women where women, there's a wait list. Um, but now there are men that are becoming more and more normal um, that are going on these speed dating things like, and they are looking for um, a connection, which I find um, interesting. And honestly, I've mostly just been doing it as kind of a social experiment to um, see what's really going on out there. Because at the beginning of quarantine, I was getting in arguments with a lot of different men um, that were trying to booty call me. And I was like, the world is shutting down. I don't care that you're a Postmates driver and you're outside of my apartment. I don't care. Leave me alone. And I was, oh God, I got into it really bad with this guy um, that I had a thing with kind of in the past. And he told me to that I was crazy and that I should delete his number. And I was like, I never had your number saved anymore, you psycho. And it was just like a lot of really intense energy. This is, this is in March. That was two months ago. Um, yeah, I just, I think that men, really, I think at first their penises got very freaked out that um, they might not be touched by someone besides themselves for a very long time. And I think maybe now that reality is set in, <laughs> it was a panic. I mean, these men were going, you were hearing from guys, like I was hearing from random guys that I hadn't talked to in forever. And I'm like, why are you? No. So they were panicking. But now I think, I don't know, maybe they're ready to be serious and they figured out their situation. <laughs> That's my take on it anyways. Oh, Sari's just listening to us and she's like, I cannot relate. But Sari, you have a great excuse right now. You can always say that it's a social experiment and you're doing a research work. So go ahead and sign up for whatever it is you want to. That's and I say the hunting season uh, is now open. So <laughs> the jokes aside, you know, the hunting season inspired by Sam's shirts. <laughs> perfect. Well, you mentioned before about Venus and you were saying that people might see their exes circle back. What is going on out there with that? Mm. Well, I am the expert when it comes to uh, neuroscience and uh, crystals, but I do have a lot of friends who are experts in astrology. And when uh, we talk, um, I actually talked to this one expert the other day, and we came to the conclusion that 
currently, um, today is the 15th of May. Well, let's say from today on um, up until end of June, um, there is a tendency, like there's this planet Venus that is moving backwards, kind of. At least this is what we see from Earth. And once it's moving backwards, you have um, this kind of like confusion in your head. You don't really know what it is you want. There is a big tendency for a lot of people to have random sex or to, you know, fall in love and then only to find out later by the end of June that actually it's not their person. So there are like a lot of traps there. Um, but actually for our audience it would be very interesting to know um, how do you find out what a guy is really attracted to? Now, we're not trying to manipulate. We're not trying to manipulate anyone. Um, the reason why I'm giving this as a tool is because I hate to see women sitting there literally with their cell phone, like looking at Instagram stories of that one guy that they want. And the reason why it is happening is because they don't have the abundance, they don't have the choice. And I think all of us should have the choice. And only from that state of abundance, we can actually act and pick and choose, you know? Um, now, Sam created the state of abundance by doing this virtual dating, but you can extend it further and go, I mean, you can go to a grocery store. So the thing about the grocery store right now, you don't have to come up to a guy and flirt with him. You just find a guy, <laughs> you just find a guy um, who is very nice looking, pick the best ones because they are there doing their dating thing. If you haven't noticed, you know, they're starved for sex and companionship as Jack Kerouac rightfully said. Um, and let's say it's a meat section. So you come up to him and you look at that meat and you make a comment. Not, you don't speak to the guy. You just make a comment like, mm, the prices have gone up. You know, we're gonna have the next Great Depression. Something like this, just be creative. And it's, you know, it's out there. So he's going to comment. So here you have a connection already. You can play. You can take this reality as your playground and just play with it. So ask me questions about uh, astrology and man, because I find this topic really fascinating. I just found this out myself recently. I love this. I want to know all. Sam, why don't you start? I, I have, <laughs> I can go on for a whole other hour about this, Mary. I love this. <laughs> Plus about astrology and men. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, because it seems as though when Venus go, because it's Venus is, or when is in retrograde, is that what it is? It's moving backwards. Yeah, that's what it means. So it seems like women are always, you know, it's like, watch out for that X, um, that they're always affected more by it. I mean, I guess men don't talk about maybe astrology and stuff as much, but are they just as affected by things like Venus retrograde as women mm. are? Are they having ex-girlfriends come back or is it mostly women? Beautiful, beautiful question, Sam. Thank you so much. I just love that. I just love that. Um, well, let's say you have a Scorpio. Mmm, these Scorpios. No. Um, I have Venus in Scorpio. If someone who I would call my ex 
calls me, they would not be able to call me because their number is blocked and I don't have any interest. Yeah, because Scorpio sales. <laughs> because Venus and Scorpio, it's all about possession, it's all about the deep love. And obviously, if that subject of their love and affection was used by someone else sexually, they're not interested in it anymore. It's plain and simple. Uh, but um, are other signs, um, you know, do they have this inclination to go back to access? Yeah, absolutely. I see it a lot when it comes to, let's say, um, cancer sign. And I have moon in cancer. That's beautiful, um, especially when it comes to dating, you know, or when it comes to their building connection with you. A normal person uh, would think, what the fuck is going on? Because cancer would be like, so what are the past dramas you have had? <laughs> Let's talk about this. And this is how they build connection, you know, an Aquarius guy, he's going to um, talk to you about the conspiracy theories. <laughs> and if you make him a compliment on how sexy his ass looks, he is totally going to be turned off by that. Yeah. And we're not manipulating right now. We're just saying that if you know all of these little peculiarities, you can play with this reality in like the most fun way possible. And crystals come together with it and you can just, mm, you can just create something that, you know, you would be happy and everyone else would be surprised as well. Um, so in order to find out what a guy is really attracted to, now everyone should take a pen and a piece of paper, <laughs> whoever will be listening to this recording, you have to take a look at their natal chart, Venus and Moon placements. Um, let's say, uh, so Venus represents this femininity, it's like the lover image, right? And Moon is like the wifey kind of image that they have in their head. Um, now, why are we talking about astrology to begin with? We're not just a whole bunch of crazy ladies getting together out of, you know, out of boredom. Uh, we are sitting here, you two professionals from the field of journalism, and um, astrology for me is just, you know, one of the side topics that pick my curiosity where I realize that this stuff works. We're not talking about some random esoteric shit. This is... Um, this is the spiral. This is the spiral of history. This is the spiral of how the major planetary constellations move and how they affect people's mind and their character. So let's say mm, if you have Venus in uh, Taurus, a guy, if, if he would have something like this, he would be attracted to someone like Siri right now. So for a girl to attract a guy with Venus in Taurus or Moon in Taurus, the only thing she would have to do is to show the cleavage, is to show the decollete thing. And this is it. They want to see the forms. And if you put that, you know, cake or whatever it is you bake or you cook right in front of them, they are yours. They're not going to look around. They're not going to go anywhere. This is their perfect ideal image. Now, if you do it with guys who have 
let's say Gemini placements or Sagittarius placements. Um, they want to hear like how educated you are, like what you actually think. And you have to kill them with your intelligence. You would have to, I don't know, cite some uh, good uh, poetry from the 18th century, whatever. And they would be, they, they would get excited sexually, <laughs> you know. So, and um, I, as a Sagittarius, I can tell like how the, the weird things that I do that not everyone understands, you know. If I'm attracted, I would start speaking badly about this person. I would be like making really weird jokes and like, that's not very attractive, but there's nothing we can do about it. Or I would say things like, hey, let's go on a hike. And then this poor Taurus that I'm dragging along, and the only thing he wants is a cake and, you know, to, and, and the cleavage. <laughs> he would be like, what is going on? Why am I here in the forest? I had this situation once, it was last year, um, I had a restaurant, um, it was just a nice date, it was just a nice meeting with a friend, um, the restaurant owner from Frankfurt, and um, we had a hike, you know, we had a hike, and he showed up in his designer shoes and his Italian almost suit, and I'm like, do you even know what's awaiting you, man? So, um, he definitely did not enjoy it. I have to look at the placements, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And the way you can do it, you can just, you know, casually ask, so when, when is your birthday? And then you can say, well, John, like, how old are you? And then you have it already. You don't have to have the time. You don't have to be that freak, you know, so what's your birth time? You can just genuinely, you know, generally ask. Yeah. And you have it there. Oh, I love this. I, I want to do this every week with you, Mary. <laughs> We should have a we should have a dating show every week just to talk about this. So this is a really good topic, and I think a lot of a lot of women and men are really wanting this information right now. I'm so glad we're talking about it. Um, one of the reasons why um, it's important to take this reality as a playground. First of all, it's important to just allow ourselves to play with this reality. And once again, it has nothing to do with manipulation. It has more to do with the freedom of choice. Because if you have only that one guy you are, are concentrating on, um, he can sense it. And uh, it's a big turn off already. And all these videos on YouTube on how to get your ex or how to how to deal with that guy. Once you have the choice, you don't have to think on how to get back or you know get attention back or something like this. You're next, next, next. And on the one hand, it's unfortunate because we live in this society that is so fast paced and so consumer like. But on the other hand, we have to acknowledge the fact where we live and the current situation of the society and just take these rules and change them to our advantage. Mm -hmm. It's all about freedom. It's all about the best choice. And I think we are all deserving this best choice and this best man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, when I was talking to you the other day, 
Mary, you said something like, when this is all over, men are going to be ready to get married. You know, they're going to want to find a wife, um, which is just so interesting because, um, you know, I feel like the millennial generation of men, uh, very much uh, relationships um, aren't as big as they used to be. Courtship isn't as big as it used to be. Um, and so do you think that maybe this quarantine, these crazy times that they're going to shift to, you know, the gentlemanly behavior that our parents, you know, exhibited and had. Hmm. Uh, Sam, they're shifting already. They're shifting already and we can see it now. Uh, we will clearly see it by, let's say, October, November of this year already. I'm not even talking about 2021 because a lot of the economical and political trends that we're just seeing, just witnessing, evolving right now will be very present and they will change the entire world. They will resize that map. They will change the way people think and the way they act. So what kind of partner do you need in these trying times? You need a smart partner. You need a partner who is able to stand by your side and support and provide if needed. Mm -hmm. You need someone who is intelligent and someone who is not fucking around and who's not going to run away. So, so this entire industry, you know, that we have witnessed within the past decade of, you know, Victoria's Secret models and all of these, um, you know, the culture of one night stands and things like that. We will witness this um, to go away for good. It's not going to be present in this new society where we'll find ourselves one day because um, we're dealing here with our brain. We're dealing here with our morpho morphogenetic field. We're dealing here as well with our reptilian brain. And in the hard times of, you know, the hardship and hunger, um, it's not necessarily there, but the way things develop, it gives the signal to our reptilian brain, danger, you know, alarm, alarm goes off. Okay, there's something wrong. I've got to find that someone with whom I can be long-term. I've got to find that someone um, with whom I can have my offspring, to put it plain and simple, okay? And then um, at the same time, we have our morphogenetic field around our DNA, which is our informational field from our ancestors, from our great-great-grandparents. And they have taught us, if you want to survive and thrive, you've got to find a decent partner. So that's one of the reasons why men are not able, uh, are not willing to, you know, go, you know, the, the, the easy, the short way. But what do we, we kind of, you know, we have something different in our agenda because we're just like, you know, meeting these guys and we're like, come on, what's going on? Yeah. And it's a challenge. It's a challenge. So, uh, because, so one of my girlfriends, called me that was a couple of days ago and she's I'm not in the dating scene you know uh, if I want a dating scene I put tourmaline and this is I have my dating scene the only thing I have to do is to go uh you <laughs> it's easy uh, but she's in the dating scene you know she's she's on all of these platforms like tinder and all that 
and she's usually dating like these hot, super sexy German bankers. This is like very, you know, what's going on. Um, if you sleep with a guy like too early, he's not taking you seriously. But then if you sense, you know, from this guy that he wants to date you for a while to get to know you, um, and um, you just, the only thing you want is just sex. Like, what do I do? <laughs> she asked me. So it's a problem right now for a lot of women who are not maybe planning, you know, to settle down right away. <laughs> and all of these guys are starting to be very difficult and kind of touchy and needy and all of these things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so uh, one of the tools, if you ladies um, and gentlemen as well, if you want to find out who's in front of you and whether it's a suitable partner, for this particular period of time, just wear red or pink tourmaline, which is one of the crystals of truth and it truly opens up one's heart center. Uh, due to its crystalline structure, it has the vibration of healthy heart. It's been proven by science. Um, and um, it really boosts that ability to perceive and receive what is out there. So you can attract all kinds of people. Um, I'm not going to go into details of the types of tourmaline and what areas they're grown, they're, they can grow in, um, because I've visited these mines. You know, I usually go on excavations. I speak with geologists, I speak with a gemologist and it's a big science behind it but um and i can tell you a lot of crazy stories about tourmaline uh, this is really a crystal that's very picky and it's going to tell you like you know sarah this is the guy for you like go for it give him a chance or the crystal can create a situation where this person would start acting weird where you would realize this is not your thing at all mm -hmm. I love that. I really need that in my life. My radar is a little, <laughs> a little off. <laughs> I also just before uh, we let you go soon too, and we're definitely going to have a part two sometime in the next month or so because we have so many other things um, to delve into and discuss. But as far as um, the the virus, you know, COVID-19. Um, is there anything, any kind of crystal, any kind of stone that people can use either to calm themselves during this time or even heal themselves during this time? I viewed um, this virus intuitively. Um, we have various brain waves, and one of the brain waves that we have is theta. We have alpha, beta, theta, gamma, all of these brain waves. And once we are in tune with this theta brain wave, we have the ability to get all of the information we need in the best possible way. So we're not mixing and mingling with some, you know, shamanic energies and bullshit like that. And I apologize already in front of the audience who are into this stuff. I'm sorry, you guys, that's gonna go away. Um, only science, only highest vibrations, that's the way we're heading to. So I, I viewed that virus and uh, it was this shiny vibrating thing that was really quickly at being attracted to someone who has low self-esteem. 
to someone who has the belief, I am not worthy. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of relationships. So it's like a magnet, you know, these things attract. And um, it's fascinating. We, we should really do like a separate series on, the, on this medical topic and on the crystals that boost our immune system because there are a lot of crystals like that. Um, well, one of the crystals that I had a lot of experience with within the past five years in various environments and let's say over 300 people had experience with this crystal, um, it's called pyrite. Yeah. yeah. So it's not polished, it grows like this. It's beautiful pyrite from a special mine that I have personally visited. And um, the, the, uh, it contains sulfur, sulfur and iron. So it's um, a sulfur ferrum zwei. Sorry, sorry, speaking German, but in any case, that's just sulfur and iron, and iron. And you can take a look at the structure so the molecular structure repeats itself over and over again and that's how you have this perfect stable cube now um if i go into the details the frequency the vibration of the atomic structure is so strong it cannot be influenced by anything from the outside basically every crystal has its own program right and the program here is something very stable. Like imagine a person who is very determined. Like you cannot change his opinion. He just has his goal in front of his eyes and he is going there. And these are crystals. They all have programs. The um, art of knowing what energy they can give you and what strength they can give you is lithotherapy. Interesting. So um, I started experimenting with this mineral about five years ago. And uh, we had several clients who were, bless you, who worked for data centers. Data centers, they started building uh, the 5G towers or they were testing this um, here in Europe. And a lot of people were getting sick. You know, a lot of people were getting sick. A lot of people had um, serious health issues. And uh, they were especially uh, prone to seasonal flu. And the ones who had pyrite on their desk, even in open office space, they would never get sick. I can explain this, but that would take probably one more hour explaining how this works chemically wise. Um, but I say this mineral can definitely boost your immune system. I think more can be found out in the book that just recently was published on Amazon. It's just like 20 pages long. It's called, um, yeah. I, it's funny because pyrite is my one of my I think it's like my favorite stone I've been holding it mm -hmm. I usually um this is an old one this like has been in my purse and um in my bra uh like a million mm -hmm. times um but mm -hmm. so I used to do stand-up comedy a lot and I do you know was doing red carpets and all of that and so I liked to take pyrite with me when I was doing things in front of the public eye to give me confidence 
Um, mm -hmm. Especially when I got on stage to do stand up, I always had pyrite in my breast, uh, in my boob, in my bra. So it's funny that it's for healing properties too, because I didn't know. Well, you are you are so right, and thank you so much for mentioning that pyrite is actually. Well, if we look back into um, human history, uh, what the pyrite was used for, uh, ancient merchants were carrying pyrite with them um, to negotiations. And we didn't have internet. We didn't have platforms like Amazon or eBay. No one knew the prices for you know the salt and you know the gold and uh, and the spices so they had to negotiate and pyrite is the mineral of truth some of my clients use pyrite or had uh, this mineral with them during court hearings and there was no chance for the other side to say something that is not truthful they either would start cuffing or they would start speaking truth and then they would be asking themselves, what the fuck is just going on? Why did they just say, you know, the truth? So weird things happen. Um, it's the, the crystal of truth and it's the crystal of presence of being there. I mean, just, just look at how beautiful it is, you know? It's just all like, you know, I'm there, you know, look at me. And um, yeah. There are a lot of stories. So definitely the ability to um, convince. Well, why, is, why does it happen, right? It sends a lot of oxygen to our brain, especially prefrontal lobe. So our brain gets activated right away. So we know what to say at what time and we're very convincing. So just like when you're doing your stand-up comedy, uh, everyone was probably like, like really listening and really getting it because, because they perceive as well the energy of the mineral that you have with you. Yeah, oh, I beautiful. Love the only thing we should mention is that it should not be used um, in water mm -mm. Uh, because it exudes poison in contact with water. So oh, once again, a lot of things that are out there. Um, it's just dangerous, you know, we have to know the chemical composition of the mineral and the way it was, you know, it grew uh, in order to understand what is the best way to use it. Yeah, and um, I, because we're running out of time, but in the next episode, I, I would love to talk to you about um, Shahungdite because I've had uh, interesting um, experiences mm. with that stone too, um, but, Siri, do you have any final questions for our amazing Mary? We love you. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I can't tell you how much I have enjoyed getting to know you. You really are a woman after my own heart. Your knowledge of science, I'm, I'm very much based in science. And um, a lot of the tips you gave were really, really grateful. A lot of the things that you said, I've, I've been feeling the same way. So. Thank you for your beautiful advice and your time. And I really cannot wait for the day where we all get to be together in person, ladies. Yes. Oh, it's going to happen sooner than we think. <laughs> Actually, hopefully in a good way, in a good way. Yes. And um, I wish you all to play with the reality mm -hmm. in the best possible way and, and get the best out of it. 
where we can find you on Instagram, where people can find your book, all of that? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure it will be linked um, on your YouTube channel, probably below. They can find me. And Lito Consulting is the current name on Instagram. And I'm very active there. So you guys enjoy the articles. Yes. And there's a lot of information there to find. It's great. It's a great page. I really like your Instagram page a lot. Um, series, I've been watching your stories. They're wonderful to watch. Uh, Sari, yeah. can everyone find you? I am at the Savvy Scribbler, T-H-E-S-A-V-V-Y-S-C-R-I-B-B-L-E-R. <laughs> and um, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Instagram. And of course, Spiritual Spiral. You can find us on Instagram at Spiritual Spiral Show. We're also on YouTube, Spotify podcasts. We're having some issues with um, iTunes podcasts, but that should be working soon, IGTV you know, is on our, all of our, you know, channels, all of that. And I just want to say, I'm so sorry. I have been so, I, I couldn't sit still today. I've been doing these like booty workouts in my apartment, <laughs> these like bar, this like crazy workouts. And I am sitting on the ground right now. And I'm like, I can't get comfortable sitting on my butt. So I apologize to everyone that's been seeing me squirm around this whole time. I'm like, I'm in pain. Um, but yeah, again, Mary, thank you. And I'm excited for our next episode. We'll be in touch because we have so much more to talk about. Yes. Right, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Sam is practicing right now a pickup line for someone with a Scorpio and Sagittarius uh, Venus placement. I was working out. <laughs> Oh, oh, yes. like that. My butt hurts. <laughs> well, maybe that's how I'll attract a man. Who knows? I love it. Oh, well, have a great weekend, ladies. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.